In today's show, I'll be breaking down the latest Bitcoin, technical analysis, as well as breaking news. Hong Kong's financial regulator opens the door for a spot Bitcoin, ETF, competition, bring it. Let's go. Also in today's show, venture capitalist Dan Tapiero says 2024 will be a big up year for Bitcoin. You can say that again. We've got a Bitcoin having around the corner, plus spot Bitcoin ETFs are coming. And uh, speaking of ETFs, we have one man standing in the way right now. That's Chairman Gary Gensler. I'm going to be sharing the latest community responses towards his latest jab towards crypto. We'll also be discussing spot Bitcoin ETF approval still happening by January 10th, according to the top crypto ETF. ETF analysts will also be discussing breaking news. BlackRock just met with the SEC yet again. That's the sixth official meeting, like within the past couple of weeks. Grayscale just met up with them. They just had an emergency meeting. We're going to be discussing all this. We'll also be discussing the latest from the high priest of Bitcoin, Max Kaiser. He warns of hidden dangers in the upcoming Bitcoin ETFs. That's right. Quoting him right here. This holiday season, El Salvador achieves a milestone. More people are fleeing the United States and migrating to El Salvador. Reverse migration is picking up speed. The El Salvador Bitcoin ETF will be the real Bitcoin, not the fake Bitcoin like BlackRock. That's right. I'm going to be sharing the latest from Max Kaiser regarding the fake Bitcoin ETF conspiracy. All this plus so much more in today's show. Yo, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost a video show. So if you want the full premium experience with video, visit my YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Today is pod episode number 1499. I'm your host, JV, and today is December 22nd, 2023, two days away from Christmas Eve, three days away from Christmas, and only a week away from a brand new year, 2024. Bring it and let's get it. But with that being shared, fam, we kick it off every day with our market watch. So as you can see here in your screen, we got most of the major cryptos pumping and in the green. Bitcoin hovering just under $43,800. We got Solana uh, touched $100 yesterday. Now it's back down, but still up 5% of the day, trading at $97.47. Ether is up 4%, trading above $2,300. So virtually everything is crushing. And if we zoom out, on the monthly to get a more concise understanding of the overall market. We got Bitcoin now up almost 22% of the month. Not too shabby. We're up roughly 170% on the year. We have Ether up uh, 19% uh, for the month. XRP up 6%. Solana up 87%. BNB up 19%. Cardano up 72%. And AVAX has been killing the game up 136%. And checking out coinmarketcap.com, the crypto market cap is back on the rise at 1.67 trillion, which is the highest we have seen this in a very long time. The all-time high market cap we clipped back in 2021, which was roughly $3 trillion, so we're more than halfway back. Now, 24-hour volume is $126 billion, and the Bitcoin dominance is 51.4%, with the Ether dominance back on the rise at 16.7%. Two days ago, it touched the low of 16% and then started bouncing back since. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers of the past 24 hours, Optimism leading the pack, up 27%. Pepe, up 18%, followed by Arbitrage 
Arbitrum up 18%. Below that, we have the Graph, Oasis Network, and Algorand. Now, which altcoins, if any, are you most bullish on for this bull run? Please let me know, family, in the comments right down below. And checking out the crypto bubbles for a visual perspective of the overall market on the daily, you can see Optimism, Pepe, Arb, and GRT leading the pack. And if we zoom out on the month, this is why I say alt season has already been here. I mean, BTT up 150%, HNT 249%, Bonk, I guess it's the new Doge, <laughs> up 329%, Sats up 276%, Injective 148%, Ordi 150%, Osmo 144%, Celestia 106%. So, so many triple figure gainers just in the past 30 days, which is pretty lit. You know I mean? And checking out the Crypto Greed and Fear Index, we're back rated a 74 in greed. Yesterday, a 70, last week a 70, and last month, a 62 in greed. So there you have it, my crypto fam. Where do you feel the Bitcoin price will likely go uh, this last week of December? Do you think we can finally break above 45? And speaking of the local high for the year, next we're gonna tap into some Bitcoin technical analysis, AKA astrology for men. Check out the charts where the Bitcoin price action is likely to go next. So check it out. Here is the latest. The headline reads, Bitcoin price shirks USPC inflation win as Bitcoin 42,000 buyers step in. Let's go. Bitcoin failed to react to positive inflation cues December 22nd as the US macro data boosted bets of an interest rate pivot. And here you're looking at the Bitcoin one hour candle chart. Now, data from Cointelegraph and TradingView tracked muted Bitcoin price movements around the week's uh, final Wall Street Open. Despite a breakout beyond 44,000 earlier in the week, range resistance remained firmly in place for Bitcoin ahead of the U.S. holiday period. Now, in the past 24 hours, we touched 44,000 multiple times. We need to stay above it, flip that resistance into a support, and then retest the local high of 44,750. Now, the November print for the PCE index, known as the Federal Reserve's preferred inflation gauge, nonetheless beats expectations. But just FYI, if you don't know, these numbers are always fudged. Keep that in mind. <laughs> the final number came in at 2.6% versus the anticipated 2.8%, further showing the impact of monetary policy tightening on rampant inflation. Markets reacted in step, increasing their odds of interest rates cooling next month to around 15% per data from the CME Group's FedWatch tool. As you can see here, there is an 85 5.5% probability, according to this chart. This is the lowest PC inflation number since May of 2021, according to the Kabisi letter. They added that November macro releases almost uh, unanimously adhered to the waning inflation narrative, quoting the Kabisi letter here. Just about all of the inflation data for November has moved in the right direction. This has reinforced market hopes of Fed rate cuts in 2024. Still, the question is how many rate cuts and when they'll begin. Great question. What do you guys think? Now, dollar decline, not enough for sideways Bitcoin, as the Bitcoin price action offered little hope to the bulls on the day, despite the encouraging macro signals and a drop in U.S. dollar strength, which dropped to its lowest level since late July. That's right. The U.S. dollar currency index, not looking so good right now, family. And you already know the weaker the dollar is, the stronger BTC is. So who cares about the dollar at this point? Beside, uh, behind the scenes, we had SKU, who noted rising bid liquidity on the 
largest global exchange, Binance, boosting 41 and 42,000 as support, quoting SKU Analytics. Bitcoin Binance Spot, limit spot buyer nibbling here, but not enough yet to force the price higher. Takers will have to flip to buying spot again and then limit chasing bid. The key recipe for higher, still heavy supply around 45 Gs, large spot bid around 42, and now other spot bids have moved. And in his latest trading advice, Crypto Tony flagged 44.3 as the line in the sand, which we need to reclaim in order to consider long positions, quoting him here alongside the chart. Bitcoin update, reclaim 44.3, and then you're in for a safer long position. Wait until then, trust Tony. <laughs> now, others noted the requirements for Bitcoin to crush its current 2023 highs with consolidatory structure in place for much of December. Quoting Alan uh, Terengrade, Bitcoin has formed a rectangular consolidation. If it breaks out of the top resistance line, the measured target can reach $48,000. So let me know if you feel we're likely to smash this 48000 target potentially before the end of the year. But anyway, more breaking news talking about ETFs. Hong Kong just made a big announcement and I've been sharing with you that we're going to have competition out of Hong Kong for ETFs. And lo and behold, here we go. Hong Kong is getting ready to welcome spot crypto ETFs as its financial regulator announced today, December 22nd, breaking news. Then it prepared to receive their applications. Let's go. In a collaborative announcement today, the Securities Futures Commission and the Hong Kong Monetary Authority, the city's de facto central bank, stated that both organizations have reviewed their current policy for intermediaries involved in virtual asset-related activities. Now, how many of you are in Hong Kong? Let me know. I visited there. I used to live in China, believe it or not, and I used to do my uh, visa runs in Hong Kong. Hong Kong is a pretty lit place if you've never been there. It reminds me of New York City, but on steroids, just next level-ish. But anyways, the SFC expressed readiness to receive apps for the authorization of various funds, including the virtual asset spot exchange-traded funds, alongside the existing crypto futures ETFs and another circular issued December 22nd today. The SFC outlines the criteria for funds to directly invest in identical spot virtual asset tokens available to the Hong Kong public on the SFC licensed virtual asset trading platforms. The SFC emphasized the crypto transactions conducted by these ETFs must occur through the SFC licensed crypto platforms or authorized financial institutions. The regulator added that the in-kind and in-cash subscriptions and redemptions are permitted permissible for the SFC authorized spot virtual asset ETFs. Now, regarding custody, the SFC uh, specified the fund's trustee or custodian should only delegate its crypto custody function to an SFC licensed virtual asset trading platform. Are those meeting the crypto custody standards set by the HKMA? And so for the spot virtual asset valuation, the fund's management company should adopt an indexing approach based on VA trade volume across major VA trading platforms. The regulator added, funds planning to have crypto exposure exceeding 10% of their net asset value must undergo prior consultation with the SFC, the circular stated, which is their version of the SEC. Now, in contrast to the widespread crackdown on crypto activities in mainland China, Hong Kong has been receptive to crypto firms this year, actively encouraging collaborations with banks. And in October of 2022, last year, Hong Kong issued a policy statement on cryptos to enhance its status as a global financial hub. And in June, the city initiated its crypto licensing system for virtual asset trading platforms, enabling licensed exchanges to provide retail trading services. So there you have it. And you can see the big news here breaking. Hong Kong Securities Commission says it is prepared to accept Bitcoin ETF applications. So shout out to their financial secretary, Mr. 
Mr. Paul Chan. So there you have it, family. Let me know if that's pretty exciting news for you to hear, that there is going to be competition for ETFs here in the United States, because that's not the only game in town. We also have talk now that El Salvador is going to be launching their own spot Bitcoin ETF. Max Kaiser dropped the bomb just the other day. That's going to be our feature story of the day. We'll be discussing a little later, but you're going to see ETF competition around the world. We didn't even touch upon in the Middle East. You got countries like Abu Dhabi, Dubai, Yemen, uh, Qatar, all talking about Bitcoin right now as well. So things are getting pretty excited on a global front. So let's go. Anyways, fam, we still got a lot to cover. So let's dive into our next story of the day and discuss 2024, which we all know is going to be lit. And shout out to the official mascot of the show, Nipsey, you can see in the background, living his best life. Yeah. <laughs> so here we go. Venture capitalist Dan Tapiero says 2024 will be a big up year for Bitcoin. Here's why. The macro guru, Dan Tapiero, is predicting that Bitcoin will have a big up year in 2024. He shared on X that Bitcoin will likely continue to post big gains next year after soaring in 2023. That's right. We've had a pretty lit year. All things considered, we're still up 170%, and it's not even an official bull year. Yeah, I mean, but quoting him here, what is not clear here? Bitcoin is up 160% year to date and closing in on a high for a year-end close. Clear track record suggests a big up year in 2024. So big ups. Now impossible for institutional investors to ignore the greatest returning asset of all time. 0% exposure will pose career risks. Amen. Now look at these stats because numbers don't lie. So I say check the scoreboard, family. Here we go. Bitcoin returned since 2010. In 2010, Bitcoin started at 0 0.003, so like less than a penny. It ended the year at 30 cents. That's a 9,900% increase. If anyone was here in Bitcoin in 2010, let me know. In 2011, that's the year Max Kaiser got into Bitcoin. Uh, it was at 30 cents and it ended the year at $4.72, which is a gain of 1,473%. Max now claims that his initial purchase or investment of Bitcoin back in 2011 is now up over 20 million percent. Let that one sink in, family. Now, in 2012, it was $4.72, and it rose to $13.51, 186% increase. I want you to pay attention to every four years. So 2012 was the first halving. The year preceding the halving in 2013, it rose from $13.50 to $758, which is a 5,500% increase. Then in 2014, from $758, it corrected down to $320, which was a bear year, negative 58%. 2015, it went from $320 to $430, which is a 35% increase. 2016, the year of the halving, went from $430 to $968, 125% increase. Now, the year preceding the halving, the year I got involved in Bitcoin, it went from $968 to, it shows here, $13,000, but I know by the end of the year, it actually hit roughly $19,900, just on the cusp of $20,000. But according to these numbers, Regardless, it still went up 1,331%. In 2018, year of the bear, it went from 13,000 to 3,000, negative 73%. 2019, it went from 3,600 to 7,100, 95% increase. 2020 was the next major halving event. Uh, it still went up 300% from 7,000 to 28,000. Then 2021, which was the year preceding the halving, it went from 28,000. In fact, it hit the all-time high of 69,000. But according to these stats, it shows us 
just at 47, which is still 66% increase. And then 2022 from 47,000 to 16,000, the year of the bear went down negative 65%. And year to date, we're now up above over 160% going from 16,000 starting the year and already hitting a local high of almost 45 thousand dollars. He also says that gold is forming a bullish cup and handle pattern, and he believes that the Federal Reserve will soon lower the interest rates, giving a boost to the yellow metal along with Bitcoin and Ethereum. Quoting him here, gold looks so explosive, have said many times in the past few months, epic rally occurring. No such thing as a triple top cup and handle in play. Interest rates collapse plus diversification out of USD, likely in play, from 23 to $2,500 target. Bullish for Bitcoin and Ethereum. Now, the venture capitalist shares a chart you can see here. Former Goldman Sachs executive Raul Powell suggests increasing global liquidity can push the Bitcoin price above 200,000 per coin next year. Quoting the macro guru, the world is not ready for this chart. Powell continues his excellent work with the monthly global macro investor report. A $200,000 Bitcoin in 2024 suggests a true and imminent change in the world. Bring it. Zero exposure will pose a career risk for traditional money managers. Money and value get redefined. Amen. Let me know if you agree or disagree with that bullish sentiment. Tapiero previously said the price of 100000 per Bitcoin is a pretty conservative estimate and predicted a Bitcoin value between $250,000 and $350,000 per coin by 2029. So there you have it, my crypto fam. Where do you feel the Bitcoin price will likely take us next year in 2024? And by the time of the cycle peak, do you think we hit it 2024, 2025? Go Bitcoin. Amen. So yeah, Let's dive into our next story of the day, discuss the latest with the chairman everyone despises, Gary Gensler of the SEC, and uh, what's going on with his latest jabs towards crypto and some community reaction. The crypto community members were quick to clap back clap back at U.S. SEC Chair uh, Mr. Gensler for his latest jab at the space's compliance. December 22nd, Gensler shared a post on X that asserts there is a lot of non-compliance in crypto. The SEC's official lease said it undermines confidence in the space and implied that this leaves victims helpless. Gensler underscored that people who have been affected by the recent crypto bankruptcies can only stand in line in the courts. Quoting the chairman here, there is a lot of non-compliance in the crypto space. Wait, hold on. I can do my Gary... Uh, voice. Why not? While I'm reading, while I'm quoting Gary, we got to put it in his uh, voice. Here we go. There is a lot of non-compliance in the crypto space. It undermines confidence when so many people have been hurt and they can all do stand in line in the bankruptcy court. Further, this can make it hard to get good faith actors to compete. Well, there you have it coming directly from uh, Gary. Now, this was interesting. You know how they have fact checking on the platforms like X. Here's what it says. Crypto companies like Coinbase have been trying to gain clarity on the SEC guidance for compliance for the past few years. The SEC hasn't taken a clear stance and has relied on regulation by enforcement. So even the fact checkers are calling out Gary because Gary is a fraudster or huckster. Yeah, I mean, when he points the finger at crypto, there's 10 fingers pointing back at that mofo. The community instantly responded to the SEC chair's sentiments, highlighting that the SEC has been constantly asked to clarify what compliance means. Using X is notes feature, allowing users to fact check post on X, the community shared that the SEC has not shared a clear stance. Amen. Nobody knows anything. The only crypto with clarity at this point is Bitcoin. We know it's a commodity. He can't even answer the question, is Ethereum an unregistered security? Mr. Clarity? 
unclarity or no Claire Gare is like, oh, I don't know. We don't answer that and deflects it and talks about something else. The note also pointed out that companies like Coinbase have tried to get regulatory clarity from the SEC in the past few years. Also, Kraken, many of the exchanges have been trying to do this. Now, Dogecoin creator Billy Marcus replied to Gensler's post saying the SEC chair has not established actual rules. Marcus also proceeded to call Gensler useless in every single way. Let me know if you agree or disagree that Gensler is useless. And we also have the Ripple CEO, Mr. Garlinghouse, commented on Gensler's statements, the Ripple exec described the post as stunningly hypocrisy and called Gensler a political liability, amen, whose actions destroyed the SEC's integrity. I agree with that. What do you guys think? On the same day, the SEC said in a new filing that it deeply regrets certain errors that the agency made during the enforcement proceedings. And you also have Paul, the chief legal officer of Coinbase, pointing out that while the SEC claims to regret its errors, its chair is browbeating an entire American industry. The lawyer questioned why any taxpayer or judge should believe in those regrets. So there you have it. What are your thoughts on the latest comments from Chairman Gary Gensler, aka No Clarity Gary, aka No Hair Gare? Let me know, family. Anyways, family, let's break down our next story of the day. Still got a lot to cover. We broke down the latest with Gensler. Well, here's the latest with the Bitcoin ETFs and the 90% approval likelihood by January 10th, which is only a couple of weeks out. And then we'll dive into the latest Bitcoin ETF conspiracy by BlackRock, according to uh, Max Kaiser, the high priest himself. So let's break this baby down. Here's the headline. Spot Bitcoin ETF approval still happening by January 10th, according to the top ETF analysts. Now, as applicants for the Spot Bitcoin ETF rush to incorporate new cash-only requirements into their proposals in the last month of 2023, some analysts still expect ETF approvals in the U.S. by early 2024. Let me know if you agree with that. There is actually a poll in the live chat. Let me know when you feel we likely get this ETF approval. Bloomberg ETF analysts James Safehart and Eric Balchunas anticipate the U.S. SEC will approve the Spot Bitcoin ETF in January of 2024, despite multiple last-minute amendments and applicants applicants are scrambling to add their proposals. That's right. It seems every day there's a new update, which we cover. Now, Safehart shared on X yesterday to share his observations about BlackRock's latest spot Bitcoin ETF update from December 18th, which accepted the SEC's cash redemption system instead of in-kind redemptions or those implying non-monetary payments like BTC. The analyst noticed that BlackRock's latest iShares Bitcoin Trust ETF S1 registration statement replaced the term prime broker and the trade credit lender with prime execution agent, noting that the SEC might not be comfortable with the change. Interesting, right? Will be interesting to see who updates their documents after this, according to Safart, as he shared here on X. Now, the analyst noted that multiple applicants like ARC, Bitwise, and Valkyrie have already set up for the cash-only model, while some, including Grayscale and Wisdom Tree, still have in-kind or cash in their filings. Quoting him here, all this is to say, we still think this is happening by January 10th. He added that some issuers may be left behind, referring to some filers failing to accept the SEC's cash-only model. So apparently there was an emergency meeting just the other day, the SEC and all the applicants, and they basically said it needs to be cash-only model. This allows them a little room for manipulation, which we're going to get into in a bit with Max Kaiser breaking this down and what it really means. Now, SafeArt's colleague Balchunas agreed that the ongoing meetings and calls between the SEC and multiple spot Bitcoin ETF filers are an interesting and good sign 
for January. Now we're hearing it wasn't one giant conference call, but the SEC and every issuer, but rather many calls to the exchanges and issuers to reiterate that it's cash creates or you will wait, according to Balchunas. So if you don't do it in cash, they're basically saying you're going to have to wait and get to the back of the line. You can see all the major ETF issuers here. We got Grayscale, who's the largest hodler of Bitcoin in the world, currently with over 620,000 BTC on their balance sheet. We have ARC21 shares, which is Kathy Wood's company. And you can see when they recently met, Grayscale met with the SEC on the 19th, and they've already had eight meetings. ARC21 shares met with them last month on the 20th. BlackRock has now had, I think, eight meetings, according to the latest I saw on X a little earlier today, and they continue in to meet. And it shows you the cash kind or the other kind, and you can see they move theirs to cash. We have Bitwise uh, ETP, we have VanEck, Wisdom Tree, Invesco Galaxy, Wise Origin Bitcoin Trust, Valkyrie, Global X, Hashdex, Franklin. Uh, and we keep getting hit with uh, Bitcoin ETF commercials. Bitwise just launched their third one with the most interesting man in the world. Let me know if you got to see that uh, commercial, which was just released. So as you can see here, breaking news, BlackRock had its sixth official meeting with the SEC about its spot Bitcoin ETF yesterday. Let's freaking go. Definitely a good sign that they're entertaining it. I think we're likely to get the approval, but what are your thoughts, fam? Let me know in the comments right down below. Well, there you have it, family. Well, anyways, let's dive into our featured story of the day and discuss this Bitcoin ETF conspiracy, which Max Kaiser is blowing the whistle on. Here's the latest. Here's the headline right here. Max Kaiser warns of hidden dangers in the upcoming Bitcoin ETFs. And before we read the article, let's actually check out his most recent tweets. Breaking. This holiday season, El Salvador achieves a milestone. More people are fleeing the United States and migrating to El Salvador. Reverse migration is picking up speed. The El Salvador Bitcoin ETF will be the real Bitcoin, not fake Bitcoin like BlackRock. So there you have it. He's calling out BlackRock right there. There's another tweet. Check it. Another way to get exposure to El Salvador's incredible growth story. I'll be getting Great feedback with a plan to take the El Salvador Stock Exchange public in 2024 via the BFX securities here in El Salvador, referring to Bitfinex. We're also looking to list a real, notice he put asterisk real, Bitcoin ETF with Bitcoin in and Bitcoin out as well. Not like these fake ETFs like BlackRock. So there you have it. He's calling out BlackRock once again for dealing with fake ETFs, manipulation with the regulators. He shares here, good news. We're looking into a Bitcoin ETF to list here in El Salvador that will allow Bitcoin in and out. This will be a unique product in the world. All 13 Bitcoin ETFs awaiting for a listing in the US are cash in, cash out. Just fiat versions a Bitcoin. Who wants the fiat version of Bitcoin? Nobody. There's nothing like the real thing, baby. Was that like an old Coca-Cola commercial or something? It's stuck in my head, that jingle. But anyways, he shares some more here on X. He wrote, like the Sprott physical gold ETF, El Salvador's Bitcoin ETF will give investors a Bitcoin exit with actual Bitcoin. This will put the 13 Bitcoin ETFs to be listed in the United States to shame. And he shows you an example here of the Sprott Physical Gold Trust over in El Salvador. Now, he also shared this tweet. In 40 years of finance, I have never seen such coordination and cooperation by so many financial institutions working hand in glove with the regulators and the politicians, as I'm seeing with the coming wave of Bitcoin ETFs. I think we may be in for an unwelcome surprise. So what exactly does he mean by an unwelcome surprise? Well, let's decipher what he shared. Seems like all these Bitcoin ETFs have agreed to cash in, 
cash out. Investors will track the price, but have no claim on actual BTC, a fiat money version of Bitcoin. Simultaneously, Washington is apparently looking to ban self-custody. That's right. You read Elizabeth Warren's bill. Now, if this is true, it's exceptional. Due to the size of the highly coordinated bait and switch by Wall Street and Washington. So we're watching a bait and switch with the ETF in real time. The best way to beat this is to move to Bitcoin country, El Salvador. And he's referencing this story here. And then I'll read some more uh, tweets that he shared. Firms are anticipating a decision from the SEC on the Bitcoin spot ETFs shortly after January 8th, with the 10th being the deadline. They are optimistic about the approval, but with a caveat. Unlike typical ETFs, the spot Bitcoin ETF would require shares to be purchased exclusively with cash. This requirement stems from the SEC's concerns about ETFs potentially being used for money laundering. A detailed report on this development is expected soon. So there you have it. I mean, anyone trust Gary Gensler? I sure as hell don't. Does anyone trust BlackRock? I sure as hell don't. Don't forget, it wasn't that long ago that BlackRock was calling Bitcoin an index for money laundering. I'll never forget that. So he also shares here, the timing of this is also interesting. A conspiracy theorist might say the 69,370 BTC, which just got confiscated from Silk Road and the government currently owns them. We covered this story yesterday on the show. If you missed it, be sure to check it out. They're now a key part of the collateral backing these ETF rollouts. What? The government and proxies get the benefit of price appreciation on their actual Bitcoin as billions flow into the new fake Bitcoin ETFs. So don't be deceived. Don't be fooled. They're offering you fake ETFs, fiat versions of Bitcoin, fake Bitcoin. So stack the real thing and learn to self-custody and don't even waste your time is my humble opinion to all the plebs watching the stream right now. You can see Gaber Gerbax, U.S. Appeals Court approved the forfeiture of 69,370 Bitcoin from the Silk Road case, people are speculating if and when the U.S. government would sell the coins. I wonder why one that can just print money would sell hard assets. Just a thought. And he makes a great point there. They can print unlimited amounts of money. You know what I mean? And let's see if there's any other tweets here. Here you go. Max also shares GBTC has approximately 600,000 BTC. That's the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust that's looking to convert their GBTC product into a spot ETF. The deal with the government to get ETF approval via the SEC and Gensler, and remember Barry Silbert has been caught engaging in accounting irregularities, so needs a friend in the Department of Justice, is to make those Bitcoin easily available to the government in certain circumstances, like an economic emergency that is 100% already baked into the cake. So there you have it. He even shares here, this is highly unusual, supports my theory. We'll find out soon enough. And he's referring to this report. Breaking, the SEC is holding a rare conference call today with all spot Bitcoin ETF applicants, according to Fox Business. It's happening. You got the SEC, ARK Invest, Fidelity, BlackRock, all the major asset managers. He even wrote here, this is unprecedented. Breaking, SEC holding rare conference call. So there you have it. Meeting up with all these asset managers, letting them know we're only accepting cash in applications at this time. Cash in, cash out. Nothing to do with the actual real Bitcoin, meaning you can't take the Bitcoin out, family. So there you have it. Let me know your thoughts on that. He also recently shared, I got asked to do a Bitcoin ETF ad for a European outfit for like 500,000 euros, but they also do ish coins. 
So I said, no. Very interesting. Now, here's the latest article uh, regarding Max Kaiser that was just published. Prominent Bitcoin advocate, uh, the high priest himself, Max Kaiser, has raised significant concerns about the upcoming spot Bitcoin ETFs. His warnings come amidst the financial community's heightened anticipation for these ETFs, which are expected to bring a new level of mainstream adoption into Bitcoin. However, according to Kaiser, these financial instruments might not be what they appear to be at first glance. The U.S. SEC is set to approve Bitcoin spot ETFs possibly as early as January, again, that deadline being the 10th. This move has been long awaited by many in the crypto space as a positive step towards integrating Bitcoin into traditional finance. However, Kaiser's insight suggests a different narrative, as we mentioned. Seems like all these Bitcoin ETFs have agreed to cash in, cash out. Investors track the price, but will have no claim on actual Bitcoin, just a fiat money version of Bitcoin. Simultaneously, Washington is apparently looking to ban self-custody. If this is true, very alarming. So let me know your thoughts. Now, Kaiser leveraging his extensive experience in the financial sector, remember he was an insider in Wall Street, warns that integrating Bitcoin into ETFs might not be entirely beneficial for the crypto industry. His concerns stem from observing what he describes as unprecedented coordination amongst financial institutions, regulators, and politicians in the rollout of the spot Bitcoin ETFs. Kaiser's central argument is that these ETFs are set up for cash-in, cash-out transactions, meaning investors will be exposed to the Bitcoin price movements without holding onto any Bitcoin. This approach could potentially create a fiat money version of Bitcoin. Detaching the value of the ETFs from the real-world utility with principles of Bitcoin itself. And additionally, there are rumors, as Kaiser shares, that Washington might be looking to restrict or ban Bitcoin self-custody alongside the approval of these ETFs. This potential move can significantly impact one Bitcoin's fundamental values, the ability of individuals to hold and control their assets without the need for an intermediary. Now let's discuss El Salvador's Bitcoin haven. In response to the developments, Kaiser advises a radical approach relocating to El Salvador, which has embraced Bitcoin as the legal tender. His suggesting suggestion underlines the contrast between El Salvador's open embrace of Bitcoin and what he perceives as the manipulative tactics of Wall Street and Washington. Preach. He also highlights a significant financial move towards El Salvador with 153 wealthy individuals applying for citizenship, each committing to a million dollar in Bitcoin or USDT donation. This influx of capital totals 153 million, which can bolster El Salvador's position as a global Bitcoin hub. And adding to the intrigue, as I mentioned earlier, Gerber Gabax, advisor to Tether and Van Eck, notes that the US government, recent forfeiture of 69,000 Bitcoin from the Silk Road case, Kaiser speculates that these confiscated Bitcoin might be used as collateral for the new ETFs, which would benefit the government and proxies through price appreciation of the actual Bitcoin. And at the same time, investors pour billions into the so-called fake Bitcoin ETFs. So there you have it. My crypto fam, you heard it first and directly from Max Kaiser. There you have it. Don't be fooled by the fake ETFs. What are your thoughts surrounding this conspiracy? Let me know your thoughts in the comments right down below. And don't forget to check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in our live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode. HODL!